Free Your Inner Guru is a listener-supported show. Supporting the podcast is also designed to support you by keeping the episodes free of ads, but also with rewards for your donation like the Free Your Inner Guru guidebook, a private listener forum, and live monthly Q&A sessions. To become a supporting member, you can visit patreon.com forward slash free your inner guru. Welcome to Free Your Inner Guru. I'm your host, Laura Tucker, and a very special welcome today to all the new listeners who I had the opportunity to meet at the Toronto Yoga Show a couple of weekends ago. I appreciated the experience of speaking with so many people about the podcast and really enjoyed that sense of face-to-face connection that builds. And connection is something that we create here on the Free Your Inner Guru podcast. I'll just, before I launch into today's topics, five lessons from the yoga mat, um, I'll just share a couple of those those things with you. First of all, we have a Facebook group. So if you are on Facebook, the Free Your Inner Guru podcast community is available to you for free. And uh, the other thing is at any time, if you want to be up to date on all things Free Your Inner Guru or anything that I'm up to with events and coaching, come on over to lauratucker.com slash subscribe or to the homepage or the podcast page. There's opportunities for you to get on our email list and be up to date at all times. Be the first people to know when uh, new things come out, including articles as well as podcasts. And finally, I'll also let you know, for those of you who've been around or might be in a growth mode yourself and need a little support with strategy, the first Free Your Inner Guru Leadership Workshop of 2019 is happening in Toronto on Tuesday, May the 7th. And all the details for that are at lauratucker.com slash workshop. I'll share a bit more about that at the end of the episode, but to dive right in, I thought sharing a little bit about some of my recent um, experience of returning to yoga after 10 years, which is a really long break in a yoga practice. And uh, I thought that would be appropriate given the yoga show audience, but also, you know, mind, body, spirit. Yoga is intersectional in that way and aligns with a holistic approach to living working and being. Somebody once said, I heard recently, that there's no such thing as life and work balance. There's only life. And the more integrated we can be in our approach to life and the more generous we can be with ourselves and others, including having compassion when things feel a little bit out of balance and understanding our choices is the stuff of life. And uh, and so I've had some insight into that via 50 plus trips to the yoga mat recently. A little bit of a backstory. When I was preparing my notes for this episode, I realized that I have at some point in the last four decades practiced yoga. Yoga found me early in life when I was in um, university doing my undergrad. I lived down the street in Toronto downtown from what I think is one of the original um, yoga studios in the city. And uh, I don't even know if it's still there, but I walked um, down Bloor Street from my on-campus uh, dwelling to yoga. And then through the decades, as I relocated in the city, then across the country to Kelowna, British Columbia, I had a fairly consistent yoga practice, but there was a hard break in 2009. 
I had been embracing yoga and meditation as part of my um, spirit new at that time, spiritual journey. Although who are we kidding? No journey is really truly new, but um, it was very present in my life. And then after a very challenging life experience that was in the spiritual piece of my life, I threw out all of my spiritual practices and uh, and lived differently for a while. So finally, 10 years later, somebody um, named uh, Stacy and uh, and Ken, they opened up a yoga studio around the street, uh, down the street from me. And um, it put an end to my little fits when I'm in stress saying, I need to get back to yoga. I needed to walk my talk. So remembering what it was like to open a gym in 2011 in British, Vernon, British Columbia, how grateful we were and how much we enjoyed our relationship with our charter members who came in when we opened our doors. I went and signed up and held my, have held myself accountable to very consistent practice over the course of the last four plus months now, three to four times a week. And um, I'll, I have a little chart that I will share on in the show notes. Um, it won't show up on the podcast players, but if you click back on the link, you'll be able to see um, how how I track these things, how my clients track these things on as a metric. Um, anyways, jumping right in, that was a bit of a run- runway and backstory for you. So here I am in my early 50s, uh, returning to yoga after 10 years, and I'm not sure what changed more, me, my body, or yoga, but um, I've got five lessons from this experience of returning to a practice that I was familiar with, but that I had fallen out of. So the first thing, the first lesson is to do things that you're not good at on a regular basis. It is uncomfortable. It requires consistency. It requires commitment. But boy, oh boy, um, there are skills and thoughts and behaviors that transfer well over into every single aspect of life and business or an integrated life with business. When we are out of our mastery, we're immediately in the position of learner. It's humbling because we can't be good at all things. And if we only do things that we are good or masterful at, we don't really learn and grow. So that became very prominent as I really struggled with my perception of what my capacity might be for balance, for strength, for range of motion, always comparing myself to that 20 something year old version and 30 something year old version, or even just 10 years ago. And it was humbling and it's very, uh, it's, it's both gratifying as we move into lesson number two, which has to do with results, but also, you know, we need to learn and trust not just our instructors, but our own wisdom and attunement with our mind and body. So I'll come back around to that. But lesson number two, results take time. I can't tell you how many times I have this conversation daily, weekly, monthly would be unique for it to be that long, but all results, especially sustainable results that lead to mastery take time. We live in a society where instant gratification is rampant. It's there by design. 
by people who would um, who would rather have us look for a shortcut than take the authentic path. And we see that all around us. So results take time. What I found was helpful and have done in the past, if I've ever fallen out of a physical practice, was to picture myself in three, six, nine, 12 months, knowing that if I stay in alignment with what my intention is and carry out this ongoing recurring action, something will change. And where it would be so easy to get down on myself, and at the time when I started back, I actually had a disruptive case of vertigo happening. And so it made it all the more difficult because you're not on top of being tight from so much desk work in the last several years and some sedentary lifestyle while I really dug in to build my coaching practice and launch the podcast. I know what's possible. That brings us to number three, overdo it at your own risk. Sustainable growth takes time, even when there's muscle memory and you and your body, your business, whatever endeavor goes, we are only as strong as our weakest link. And so when we try to do too much too soon, one of two things is going to happen. It's either not sustainable growth. It's one thing to have well-intentioned, specific goals and a path to get to them. But because we're only as strong as our weakest link in the body, guess what cropped up? An injury. I was only as strong as my weakest link. And in this case, my weakest link wasn't the vertigo, it was my left shoulder. So then I had another recurring action to add on top of that, which was soft tissue work and chiropractic to help things get back on a healing path. It also reminded me that it's very easy to get carried away when you're in an environment with a lot of people doing the same thing at the same time, there's collective energy, there's inspiration, there may even be a slightly competitive edge that sneaks in. And as far as and this used to happen when I ran long distance, I got great inspiration seeing people do what I thought they might not be able to do physically, but the body lets you know there's a tremendous amount of wisdom So part of the solution had to be, I needed to back away from some of the more strenuous classes and adapt what I was doing so that I didn't fall off course, but was giving myself and my body the grace it needed and the space it needed to heal. Lesson number four, yoga provides you, physical exercise provides you the opportunity to get and stay in your body. When you're up in your head, you've left your body. When you're out in the future or back in the past, you've left your body in the present. Our body is the vehicle that our mind and soul or spirit is riding around in. There's that saying, we are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. If you take that metaphor of that vehicle one step further... What happens if you're, you've got your vehicle on the road doing what it was built to do and you decide to leave? The vehicle has no present to keep it on course. So we need to get into your body. And one of the wonderful things that happened and uh, one of the medical doctors that I was seeing about the vertigo, because I take a multidisciplinary approach, so we need to find out, is there a physical cause to this or not? But they said, you know, it's wonderful that you went back to yoga when you did. It must have been very, very uncomfortable. 
but by one way or another, you were probably moving your body in a way it needed to move to allow your perception to get back in sync. Getting into our body and having that awareness of where our hands are and our feet are and having a new relationship and creating space in our body is incredibly empowering and influential on the mind and helps you be connected to your healing powers. So you got to pick up the threads of life and follow them. That's your intuition calling. We've arrived at lesson number five, and I've saved the biggest lesson for last and the most applicable to every single aspect of the free your inner guru journey. Less ego, more alignment. When we stay in judgment of others and ourselves, when we have expectations and spend a lot of time in the lower energies of comparison, our ego kicks in. And not the healthy, confident, aspirational side of our identity, the more selfish, closed, and potentially harmful aspect of our ego emerges. That harm may be to self, the harm also might be to others. This whole experience of four months on the yoga mat has been a wonderful metaphor for getting more alignment back into my body, back into where I am in time and space, and back into alignment with taking care of my body on this journey that I'm on. But the moment that we fall back into comparison, self-judgment, judgment of others, our energy contracts and our ability to discern and use our highest wisdom virtually evaporates. Can you catch yourself falling into ego and disconnecting from your true self, showing up instead of it's that highest expression of you, thinking, doing, or acting something that mm, if you really were to check in with your gut or your highest instincts, you know, maybe that wasn't so great. Maybe I was judgmental. Maybe I was comparing. Maybe I was putting my own needs ahead of the people that I seek to serve. All of this from the yoga mat. I think it's important to, for us to all remember what yoga is really about and, what, and it's what life is really about. Creating harmony between the heart and soul on the path to enlightenment. Yoga has changed over the years and it hasn't. I've changed over the years and I haven't. What can you do and add back into your life that you enjoy doing that maybe you have let go by the wayside for one reason or another? I encourage you to take some form of action in that regard in the upcoming weeks and months and to stay tuned to the podcast for more stories of people who have and interviews with people who are on that journey of continual growth and connecting to their inner wisdom. I promised you at the beginning of the episode that I would come back around to share a little bit about this leadership workshop on May the 7th, a Tuesday here in Toronto. First off, it's not for everyone, but If you really want to go deep and define your inner compass 
and strengthen with your connection to your inner wisdom in a highly, highly practical way, I invite you to check out the workshop at lauratucker.com slash leadership workshop or just slash workshop. Um, a good part of the day plus four weeks of online coaching that are included in it is spent really defining and going deep. We've got several people returning from last year. Some of their testimonials are on that page and I'll be gathering and sharing more of those in the weeks that come in emails and on the website and social media. So just stay tuned. There is early bird pricing as well as a full investment. And uh, if you would like to have access to invitation only pricing, um, jump on the email list. And that is where I will be sharing it at lauratucker.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, for this week, I'm Laura Tucker signing off for Free Your Inner Guru. Thank you for listening to Free Your Inner Guru. I know you have a lot of choice where you receive your inspiration and information. If today's episode resonated with you, I'd be grateful if you would take a few extra seconds for three quick things. First, if there's an idea or story that you know would make a difference in someone else's life, follow the link in the show notes back to our website where you can easily share it with them. Second, subscribe so that you can be part of the ongoing conversation on whatever app or website you're listening on big conversations become the catalyst for meaningful change. And if you happen to be listening on iTunes, please take a few moments to leave a rating and a review. The last thing I'll leave you with is that we are building a community of conscious leaders to engage in big conversations and support the Free Your New Guru podcast. To find out more, visit patreon.com forward slash free your inner guru or support.freeyourinnerguru.com. Until next time, I'm Laura Tucker signing off for Free Your Inner Guru.